welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello, and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in kind of rainy, 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 Seattle weather, our our kind of normal weather situation, which we have here in Seattle. But welcome to the show. Mm -hmm. Today, we're going to talk a lot about how to balance your energy into that joyful place in terms of manifesting. And I'm sure you've heard this a thousand times from thousands of different practitioners, but it's really imperative that you learn to refocus your energy over and over and over again into that joyful, positive, gorgeous place, because wherever your vibration is, that's what you're manifesting. So it's going to be really important. And we're having lots of fun today taking calls as well, which is exciting. Yep. And uh, welcome back for another week of it. 877-825-8828 is the number. 877-825-8828. Lovely, lovely. And we have a couple lines open, so get in now. Okay, great. Let's just jump right on it. Okay. Sounds good? Okay. We'll take Sally calling in from Minnesota, Minneapolis, Minnesota, I should say. Hello, Sally. Hello. Hi, Sally. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm really great, thanks. What can I do for you? I'm just wondering if I could get some help with my migraines that I'm having. Okay. Well, you know, have you listened to the show before? Yes. Okay. So do you know what my perception is about migraines? I don't think I've caught that yet. Right. Okay. Well, thank you for listening to the show, by the way. That's very lovely of you. So migraines are about blocking one's own intuition. Okay. So what that means, first and foremost, is that you're very intuitive. So everyone has a natural intuitive ability in terms of being able to look at their own life and what's in their best interest, right? Mm -hmm. And then there are some people who just have a stronger intuitive um, sensory perception. Like they were born that way. They even chose perhaps to be born genetically in a family line that allows them to have more access to insight. And so they can have insight about other things besides their personal awareness. Individuals who have migraines consistently, you know, like once a year is probably not a strong enough indicator, but people who consistently have this issue, that means they're very intuitive and they block it. And you need your intuition. So it's a part of your deciding, I would say, you know, circumstances that you need to make really good decisions. And without it, you're not going to make the decisions that are in your best interest because you really need this other aspect. So in me saying all of that, have you noticed that you are intuitive? You know, a little bit. I'm actually a a therapist, a counselor by trade. Nice. See some of that coming out a little bit as time goes by. Okay, good. So I'm just telling you again, I've already written out your energy. You are massively intuitive. You really are. And and so logic and intuition are not the same thing. Mm -hmm. And you know you tend to go towards that logical part, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so what happens is when you're in that logical space, you're overthinking, overanalyzing, overprocessing, which then creates too much. It's like um, like the traffic that I had this morning driving here to the radio show. It's too much of a backup. And when you have a backup, then you can't sense the insight that's coming through. Does that make sense? Hello? Are you there? Oh, can you? My- oh, she's just breaking up a little bit. I think yeah. that was on her end. Would you mind repeating that? Or Yeah. 
So, so when you have too much logical thinking and you're trying to allow your insight to come through, it can't come through because it's like a backup. There's just way too much traffic going on in your brain and insight is quiet. The loud voices that you hear and the kind of, uh, I, I would guess, you know, screaming sort of activity that goes on in the brain, that's not intuitive. Intuition is extremely calm, extremely calm. So you're going to have to learn to get out of your head and stop logically trying to figure things out. That sounds like it'll be a lot more peaceful. Yeah, it'll be a lot more peaceful, and you're going to start to have that insight. Okay. Okay, so that's why you have the beautiful migraines. They're there to help you. to <laughs> No, really. And I want you to start to appreciate them, which I know okay. sounds, you know, kind of odd. But as soon as you can appreciate something, you're going to change the flow of energy to it, whatever it is. And you're going to allow your perception to develop in a higher way of understanding and blessing everything that it brought to you. Okay. Does that that make sense? When they come, is that an indicator of something, or should I be, maybe this is my thinking brain again, but using them to learn something or to an indicator of something? (laughs) Well, I would, do you you get those little warning signs before you have a migraine headache? Do you have some sort of auric feeling before they Uh, come? Yeah, I just feel kind of off, and I feel that I'm, Okay. So that's what I would do in that moment. I would start appreciating in that moment. When I'm in your head, there's just so much clustering of energy that it's probably going to just take a little while before we can get these migraines to back out. Just a little while, right? And do you have like a a plan of action when you have a migraine headache? Do you have things that you do, remedies that work for you? I'm getting closer to that. Okay, good. Because that's a very good sign that you're also getting closer to resolving the energetic issue. You see what I mean? Which Mm -hmm. is, again, going to your brain. So remember to get out of your head, rest in your feet, rest in your abdomen, start to feel your physical body. Wonder more about what you're feeling, not from the thoughts in your mind, but from your physical sensations. Spend time regularly every single day exploring that avenue. Okay. Okay? Because that's where intuition lies, is not in the mind. Even though the third eye is in your mind, it lies in the tissues and the cells below the neck and, and the auric okay. spaces that are connected to those parts of the human reality. This all makes a lot of sense. Oh, good. I'm so glad. And thank <laughs> you for listening to the show. And thank you for all the work you do as well. Well, I was going to say the same to you. And thank you for your help today. Oh, you're welcome. Best of luck to you. Thank you. So exciting. So exciting. So, yeah, as I was giving information to our last caller, I was bringing up again this thing about joy, and it always feels weird and kind of crazy to do your best to feel joy towards things that you don't want to feel joy about, but that actually creates a different flow of energy. So um, so thank you so much. Thank you. All righty. Bye-bye. 877-825-8828 is the number, 877-825-8828. And we're all, uh, we're, well, we're talking about balancing our energy again. Today. Yeah, I think that's what yeah. we really need. And uh, let's jump to another one. Okay, great. All Thank right, you. we have Caitlin calling in from Monterey. Hello, Caitlin. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, Caitlin. How are you? Good. How are things? <laughs> really good. What can I do for you? Oh, well, I thought I was calling about a relationship question, but when you were first talking about the show was about balancing your energy or shifting into joy. But we can talk about the relationship thing, too, because it's all related. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. Go ahead. But you can ask whatever you want. Most people do change their question before they come live. (laughs) So it's not an uncommon thing. Yeah, because I'm feeling like maybe there's something else I'm calling about. I am not happy. And (laughs) I can shift myself out of it. 
Um, but I haven't been able to do that. I feel like I made, I feel like I made, a, I'm not happy. In, I, I feel like every time I'm at a crossroads and I need to make a lifestyle decision, I shoot myself in the foot. <laughs> one that's not in my best interest. And then I end up getting myself in a mess. Like I feel like I'm in now and I'm unhappy <laughs> and I'm angry. Well, you know, here's the funny thing is, because I'm reading your energy, right? And the funny thing is that you really are happy. You just, you're listening to your head and your head's saying, I'm not happy, I'm miserable, because you have to make all these choices and these changes, which are things you've been asking for. You know what I mean? You've been asking to be more fulfilled. You've been asking to have more fun in your life and all of these things. And so now that they're they're all here, they're coming together to, to cross lines so that you can make different choices. Believe me, when I'm in your second chakra, I feel joy. I feel excitement. So don't listen to your thoughts. I really think thoughts are not helpful for anyone. I'm not kidding. I, re- I really, really believe you should not be listening to your thoughts. Well, I didn't realize. You know, I, it's just shocking to me that you're picking up joy because I haven't joyful. been feeling any of that. Because you're in your head and you're trying to figure stuff out and you're analyzing and you're processing and, you know, you're doing all these other things that are kind of, they're thought related, but real feelings are not sensed in the brain. They are actually connected to your emotional body, which is outside of your aura, but has a strong relationship to your second chakra. So I'm in your second chakra, although you have a leak there because you don't let yourself be joyful. You know what I mean? Like you're like right. mad at yourself right now and you have all these lists of things you need to do and you need to just step back and have some fun and be playful because you're happy in your second chakra because things that have not been fun for you are starting to fall apart. Thank goodness because you weren't walking away from them. So now they're falling apart. Wow. That's so true. Yeah. So you really are happy. So, so let's say that I'm right. Okay. Let's just say that. Um, (laughs) I'm not 100% right, but my accuracy is somewhere in the 87 percentile. So I'd love for you to spend some time in that second chakra and get curious about what you're really feeling. It's always going to be the opposite of what you're thinking. Always. Does that make sense? Um, I don't understand why it would always be the opposite, but I, I definitely okay. understand the concept of trying to learn to get into my feelings out of my head. Right. Well, the reason why it's the opposite is because the ego resides in the brain and the ego is drenched in fear. And most people are thinking in fearful ways. Even people who tend to be kind of Pollyanna in their thoughts, they're typically not grounded in what's really happening. And so they can't make good decisions either because they're looking at something that's actually not good for them and going, oh, isn't that great? And you're like, what? Well, how is that great? Okay, whatever. Right. So <laughs> it, until we can learn to be in alignment with our authentic selves, we can't listen to our brain, nor should we trust what it says, if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yay. So go play in your second chakra. Go rest in your feet. Get curious. How do you get out of your head? I don't know that Mm. question. Like, Mm -hmm. well, how do I get out of my head? Yeah. I think it happens in brief moments. Mm -hmm. Um, If I'm immersed in something I enjoy doing, maybe in nature or lately I've been really enjoying well, I was wandering. I plant. I just found this wonderful plant store Good. in town, great. and great, great, I like great. aromatherapy and things great. like that. Those things need to help. So you need to have those things around you all the time, mm-hmm. all the time. And then as you begin to recognize through regular connection through these things, you'll find other things that also excite you and turn you on, and and then you you want to focus on those things because that's where your emotional body truly exists is in that, that space. 
Real emotions are calm. Even if someone's really angry at something or really frustrated with something or really sad about something, if they have an honest awareness of it, it will be from an observation place, not from that anger or horrible grief kind of sensation. Those are all mind-driven and dominated. Okay. All right? So go have some fun with aromatherapy and little plants and all that good stuff. Dancing is, I think, a good one for me, too. Dancing. You can do that anytime, anywhere. Yeah, it seems good. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Anytime, anywhere. Can I ask you a quick question? Well, yes, actually, our phone lines are packed. We're going to so. let you go. We'll have you call back on the next time for that. We are slammed today. So <laughs> yeah. if you'd like to join us, 877-825-8828 is the number. We are up against the wall, I think, just a little bit today. So just anyway, a little bit. I know. It's all good. So let's move on to Christina from Renton. Christina, welcome to the show. What's up? Thank you so much. Sure. Hi, Christina. <laughs> How are you? Good morning. My voice is a little rough. I'm sorry about that. Oh, that's all right. What can I do for you? A couple, of, a few years ago, I spoke with you about moving forward with my career and, and was asking about writing two books that I was proposing, and I wrote um, two after oh, that. congratulations. And thank you. So um, my career is moving forward Yay. in directions that I just never envisioned Yay. going fabulously. Oh, I'm so I, happy for you. Thank you. It's really, really exciting. And so I'm just wondering what you see as far as direction, because I feel like I have so many really great options. I'm kind of having a hard time deciding. (laughs) This is a great problem to have, right? Yes, it is. It's good to be me. (laughs) Well, first of all, do you have to make all those decisions? Can't you do all of them? Here's why I'm asking you that question, and and I'm sure that there's a no in here somewhere, because I can see it coming from you. But when I mentored people in the field of energy medicine, a lot of times some of the mentoring students wanted to, like, become specialized in a certain area of, like, intuition or psychic abilities or things of that nature. And I would encourage them not to unless that was something that brought them incredible joy. A lot of times people feel like they need to brand themselves in a certain way or that one opportunity is the only opportunity. And I disagree. Um, even though I'm talking to you on the air and, you know, I do specialize in health, I also am a medium and um, I'm also a writer, right? So there's so many aspects to who we are. And as we step into our gifts, I think that they just begin to multiply and we begin to see layers and layers of talents and abilities and things that we love. So as I say that, when you're making decisions, try to look at it from that perspective, I can totally see exactly what you're saying. It's just the financial focus of oh. being able to direct which way to go first. Right. So how do you feel about finances? I'm good. Really good. Okay. So why is this a problem? I'm confused. <laughs> just, just to, you know, to, to be able to delineate what makes the most sense going forward first. And, okay. Um, so I wouldn't do it from what makes the most sense. I would do it from what brings you extraordinary joy. Which one brings you the most joy? If you have to choose. Yeah. Because, I, and notice when I say that you dropped your energy. So you're not, you know, I don't, I think that there's some more work that needs to be done on your joy factor, which also when people are in joy and passion, they create more wealth. Yeah. Right. I, I totally agree with that. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm just trying to, I'm trying to figure out um whether growing my company in, in one direction makes sense or taking time off to write another book or, mm-hmm. you know, just mm-hmm. how, uh, how I want to grow the company going forward with, um, I keep you know, getting, dedicated. I keep getting the same answer that you need to not go in just one direction. 
Okay. Well, I like that. Good. And notice your energy piped up. So maybe you need some help to help someone help you grow your business while you write another book. Yeah, that was actually what my intuition was telling me. Yay! Congratulations! (laughs) Yay! Wonderful! And then you'll get some of that administrative work kind of off your back and have the freedom to go write a book, right? That is literally what I have been working on. Oh, good job. Congratulations. (laughs) You're on the right path. Thank you. That's good reinforcement. That makes me so much better about things. Thank you very much. You're welcome, and congratulations on all your success. That's wonderful. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Okay. Thanks, Christina, for joining us in the Marie Manu Cherry Show. If you're just tuning in, uh, the phone line is uh, 877-825-8828, 877-825-8828. We're discussing about balancing energy on today's show. being joyful. I definitely need it. I've been running back and forth. I this know. is fantastic. Thank you. I'm, actually, I'm a little sweating a little bit here. Making <laughs> I'm making Benny work really hard today. So I need thank it, you though. So I mean, can you, you look at me? I need it. All. Oh, oh, no, you look great. <laughs> it's okay. I'm just kidding. Uh, one more before our sure, break. Okay, let's great. do that. Let's take uh, Sue. Sue's calling in from Idaho. Hello, Sue. Welcome to the show. Hello. Sue, are you there? Hello. Uh, Sue. Hi. 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 <laughs> what you doing back there? Beautiful today. Oh, oh beautiful we're too. so happy Yay. for you. That's great. What part of Idaho do you live in? Central. At Central. the bottom of the panhandle. Oh, well, that's wonderful, Sue. I'm so glad it's beautiful. What can I do for you? I have, I'm about to give up on my spirit, guys. <laughs> Why? They would never give up on you, even though I'm about to I give up on Alabama, by the way, which we'll talk about <laughs> when we go back on the air later. But okay. So yeah, your spirit guides would never give up on you. So why are you about giving up on them? Because I can't seem to make contact with right, them. Right. And so, so this has nothing to do with them. This has to do with your relationship with yourself because spirit guides unconditionally love the people that they guide. And one of the reasons why I think you can't sense this connection is because you're really hard on yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah, yes, I do. I drew out your energy and the back of your third eye is oh, probably about 15 feet. It extends from the back of your head and about 15 feet. I would prefer that it be like maybe an inch outside of your head. So it's about 15 feet too long. And that is a metaphor. So what does that mean? It means that you're highly self-critical. Oh. So in order to feel your guides, you need to be in a vibration alignment of how they feel about you. And it doesn't have to be 100%. Let's say that you even increase your self-worth from your own perception of who you are and what you deserve by 10%. That's going to increase that connection even more. So don't give up on your guides because they love you unconditionally every second, every moment of every breath that you take and every breath you don't take, by the way. Um and start falling in love with yourself because that's where you're going to meet is in that space. Okay. All right. We'll work on that. I know. And it's going to change everything in your life too, by the way. It's what your guys have been talking to you about. Like, could you please like yourself a little more? Could you love yourself, please? Hey, hello. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks, All right. Marie. Thank you. You're so welcome. That was an awesome question, by the way. That was lovely. And have a gorgeous day in Idaho. Oh, you too. Bye okay. now. Bye-bye. So Benny's running back into the studio. <laughs> I know. I'm not, I don't think I'm supposed to get off no, until you run okay, back, right? Okay. Sorry about that. That's okay. How about I take a little break? Yeah, we're going to take a little break here on the <laughs> Remanu Cherry Show. And while we're on that break, let's hope that Alabama gets their act together yeah. and decides to vote in a good human being into the Senate instead of 
All the words that I really don't want to say on the show right now. <laughs> we'll be right back. Marie Manucheri, RN and renowned energy healer, provides accessible instruction for helping you tune in to your health at a deeper level in her first book, Intuitive Self-Healing. Offering a compendium of illuminating case studies and practical self-care techniques, Marie invites you to learn more about the chakras, energetic preventative care, and tools for accessing intuition. Intuitive Self-Healing is available at Amazon.com and Energy Intuitive.com. Alternative Talk 1150 is like no other radio station. Here we provide a platform for the exchange of great ideas and positive energy. Our radio shows vary greatly, but do share a common goal of bettering listeners' lives. Perhaps you're ready to join our family of radio show hosts. Learn how affordable and rewarding it can be to host your own radio show. Call me, Eric Cream, at 425-653-1150. That's 425-653-1150. And let's discuss your radio dream. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed back Tivi Hedren with more revelations from a life lived in the glare of Hollywood. On Saturday, Catherine LaFon nourishes you body and soul with physical and metaphysical recipes for Thanksgiving. In our number two, Stefan Schwartz offers scholarly analysis and a no-holds-barred assessment of America's deep divisions. Bringing you fascinating talks since 2007, we are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Broaden your horizons. You'll be amazed at all the topics we cover on Alternative Talk 1150. That is actually one of my favorite songs of all time. Good. It's one of my favorites, too. Really? Glad we see on the same page. Love yep, that absolutely. song. Mark Morrison. And, I mean, we could just dance. Speaking of dancing, I was thinking about you the other day because Aww. my dear friend Michelle, she's really good at finding dance venues for us because, you know, we're not in our 20s. We, we don't go we don't hang. have to be. No, but we don't really want to go hang out with all the kids that are drunk, you know. It's like, this is true. That doesn't really make me happy. So there's a place called, and probably you know it. I've never heard of it before. It's called Lo-Fi. It's a, a an like a performance gallery in Lo-fi. Seattle, Lo-Fi. Mm. And they have annually, um, they had their 12th annual party where they invited <laughs> DJs from around Lo-fi the world. Lo-Fi performance gallery. Right? Mm. So they had DJs from around the world yeah. who brought in rare 45s, and they have two dance floors. I mean, this cool. place is cool. I'm going again. If you ever want to go dancing, anyone, and it doesn't matter what age you are, everyone was of every age there. I felt kind of young, actually, in a few. So 21 and older, it's off Eastlake. We'll give oh. them a shameless plug. 429 yes, Eastlake. Yes, they were lovely. Lo-Fi, L-O-F-I. Uh, you can find it at yeah. thelofi.net. Right. Yeah. And they have, like, 90s parties. It looks great. Um, but we just happened to be there. Well, my friend Michelle, she's really Wait, smart. Wait, which day did you go? Did we you went go? Um, Saturday. So Saturday it was last night. Saturday, the 11th? Yeah. So yeah. that was the Soul City Soul Club Weekender. 
Uh, that, no, actually, oh, maybe we went on. It. Maybe we went on Friday. I don't, w- Same thing. Doesn't matter. Oh, it doesn't. Yeah, so they have it, a schedule online. <laughs> so what they did is they had literally DJs from Germany, cool. from LA, from right. UK, and they brought these rare forty five. So they each had like these um, steel boxes chained to their arms. What? Yeah, they're rare forty fives, like mu- music that it, they're probably really expensive forty fives, and they do this once a year where they have all these DJs fly in. I get you now. That it makes was sense. Amazing. Yep. We right. danced for about four hours. Huh. It was a great workout too, by the way. All right. Um. Yeah. Anyway, so that was really fun, and I'm. I didn't hear that particular song, by the way, that you were just. Playing, oh, that's from the nineties, though. Great so, <laughs> okay. if you're going forty fives, that's a little further. It was back, amazing. So. Yeah. Okay. I who do we it. have next? Sure. <laughs> you're just tuning in. This is the Marie Manuchery show, yeah. not the DJ's Northwest. Yeah, um, but hey, <laughs> it's you're a really good DJ, Vinny. <laughs> oh, I do what I can. I do it on the side. Uh, let's do this. Uh, Brittany is calling in from Bothell. So, hello, Brittany. Hi there. Hi, Brittany. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm great, thank you. What can I do for you? Um, well, I was kind of hoping for a general reading. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, have you um, called into the show before? I haven't. This okay. is my first time. Oh, thank you. That's very lovely of you. I truly appreciate that. Absolutely. So general reading, first of all, do you think that you tend to run your energy a little bit low, which, by the way, for you doesn't work for you. You have very powerful, strong energy. You are reminding me of my grandbaby who's just a week old, and I can mm-hmm. tell that child is going to be ruling the house, you know? like she's, <laughs> but, but I think what happened is that you learned to kind of control your energy because maybe your family didn't lo- want your energy too big or you didn't want to mm-hmm. outshine someone. And so mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you to go back to your roots. Go, be a, act like my grandbaby who, um, you know, as, as she deserves, has everyone at her beck and call right now. <laughs> so... Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, yes. I okay. think um and I think I think my question, my follow-up question to that would be how do you cuz I feel like I know things like you're like you're saying I may know something or or my my strength or whatever may be there, but I feel like I disengage from it. Yeah, you do. As, you like, literally walk away. Loyalty. Yeah, you. What's that? Oh, loyalty. Yeah, you literally walk away from your energy. You have powerful, yeah. powerful energy. I've seen this one other time. Actually, a gentleman I was dating, very lovely man. Um, I could tell he had even, I would say, faster, more powerful energy than myself. But probably from his own childhood, he contracted his energy out of fear or worry or maybe not wanting to outshine someone. Um, mm-hmm. And so you're gonna, so here's what I want you to do. Feel guilty. Feel like you aren't being very kind. Go ahead and mm-hmm. outshine everyone. <laughs> so you have to fight against that tendency, whatever beliefs that your brain has told you, why you can't allow your energy to be as big as the sun. Because you were meant to mm-hmm. have this type of energy. This is your normal state. So mm-hmm. when you contract it, actually, you're, you're not helping yourself and you're not helping the world because mm-hmm. we're, we don't get to have the true essence of yourself here on this planet, the essence that was meant to be here. So you're going to, I'm asking you to feel guilty and feel bad. You really won't be feeling that way, but that's what your brain's going to be telling you. So Mm -hmm. go ahead and let yourself feel terrible. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's your homework. And and let yourself shine. (laughs) Okay. All right. So maybe a great what if question. 
what if I allow my energy to shine? What if I allow it to be bigger than anything I could possibly imagine? Mm-hmm. What if it's okay if I outshine others? Mm-hmm. This is the things I want you to start saying to yourself. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Okay, good luck. All right, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks, Bye-bye. Brittany, for uh, joining us on the show, the Marie Manu Cherry Show, 877-825-8828 is the number. We are... Uh, uh, Talking about, I guess, balancing or rebalancing our energy on today's show. Lovely. 877-825-8828. We'll now take Darla calling in from Seattle. Hello, Darla. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, Darla. What can I do for you? Um, so I was um, hoping to have uh, your intake or reading on how to focus my energy for uh, the next steps and, I guess, my career. Uh-huh. And how's your, career, just... how's your career going? Um. Well, I'm transitioning. I'm in transition, and mm-hmm. I'm taking a little bit of time to figure out how to focus my energy for the next steps, and I haven't been able to do I know, because it kind of feels <laughs> like the energy is not there for your work. What else is going on in your life? Because a, a lot of times people, and this is all from logical thinking, we focus on things that our brain worries about or tells us that we need to pay attention to. When, in truth, there's other things that are actually more important and the energy is present in our life for something that we're not really thinking about. So I kind of feel like let's the, the energy isn't there for your work right now, so let's not put energy there. Does that make sense? It does, because that was one of the things I was telling myself is don't for, you can't force it if right. you're not. If it's not coming to you, then it's not time yet. <laughs> right. So what else is it that you want to create in your life or you want to have or whatnot? What else is going on? Um, I, well, part of it is, like, I really miss working with uh, children and mm-hmm. lots of people. Mm-hmm. So, so, so uh, let me just decipher that for you. You miss being around people. Yeah. You're too isolated. Yeah. So I think you need to work on friendships and relationships not work okay <laughs> okay which, which i which i <laughs> i have an amazing husband and i have wonderful right. friends so uh just spending more time with them yeah spending more time and, that, okay. and, and here's what i'm recommending enjoy them because you tend to be a future thinker you know like it's hard for you to be in the present moment and so when you're hanging out with your husband you may be thinking about what you should be doing next week or how to advance your career or things of that nature i think Figuring out the whole career thing will happen if you could just be present with your husband and your kids and your friends and just have some fun. This is a time for you to play. And then in that play, (laughs) no, really, in that playful energy, the knowledge that you need to come forward to help you to expand will be there for you, if that makes sense. That totally makes sense. I'm I'm one of those like happy go lucky playful people and so um, I, I don't I feel really like I agree to... with you on that I mean I, I'm sure you are I'm sure if we got you off the air and you were in your kitchen hanging out with you know people you know we would see you there but you also take life way too seriously and <laughs> you do and and you need to stop you need to relax and have authentic play so perhaps a good what if question for you is you know what if I I knew how to play easily and simply and beautifully what if that's great. Okay, okay, good. And then I promise the career stuff will come. It's probably not what you think. That's why it hasn't completely unfolded, right? So you have an idea of what career moves need to happen to to help you excel in your workspace, but it's pro- what needs to happen probably isn't on your radar, and that's why it's not happening. And that's why you need to get 
and that creative, playful space so that the authentic career choices can come forward, if that makes sense. Yes, that definitely makes sense. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for um, calling in and have some fun. <laughs> thank you so all much right. for all, all right. your help. You're welcome. <laughs> have a great day. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Woo! I know Benny is really getting to work out. I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm yeah. up and down and up right. and down. Well, it's we're so making changes in my office, and so I, my assistant is phasing out of her job, and mm-hmm. I'm phasing new assistants. And actually, probably more assistants are going to work more remotely, which is kind of interesting. Uh, so Benny's running around doing what Justine normally does when she's That's here fun. as she's phasing out. Oh, you're so sweet. I like it. It's, you are so. I sweet. wish I could be more here in this one, <laughs> I know. one room well, rather than two rooms. Right, right. Well, because so that we can laugh and giggle and listen to funny songs. Aww, who and, doesn't like to laugh and giggle right? with you? Right. Although I am still upset about Alabama, by the way. So yeah, all these I know. evangelical white Christians, and I think that's important that we underline white Christians need to get their act together mm-hmm. and stop caring about. I mean. I'm one of those people that when, except for this time around, when a Republican, because I am a liberal, when a surprise, right? When a Republican comes into office, I've never complained. I've never uh, protested against a Republican president. I've always been just very respectful and like, okay, it's the Republicans' turn to be in office. And, you know, I know that not everybody in the United States thinks and feels the same. And that's what's cool and unique about us and, and about the world in general. general. Obviously, a crazy person is in the White House, and we're recognizing that many GOP people, and not saying all of them, but many of them, really don't have positive thoughts about Americans. They're not supportive of Americans. They're, expor- they're supportive of the wealthy and apparently people who, are, who sexually harass others. And, all, you know, conservatives, and, and I mean serious conservatives, not the people who are kind of in the middle, have some serious problems. And the great thing is we're seeing it. We're seeing it in ways that we never imagined before. And I think most of the reasons why, and everybody thinks this too, of course, why so many kind of crazy, very right-wing conservatives are acting up is because a black man was in office and they freaked out about it. So, of course, I had no idea that that was happening. So, yeah, it's a little embarrassing when... It's unfortunate it still happens. Yeah, that... The you know that a man who is basically a pedophile might be sitting in the Senate, and then we're going to have to protest to make sure that they kick him out. It's like what? Like that's ridiculous, right? Trying to balance that energy. <laughs> we so are trying to balance. That's what we're trying to do. This is absolutely true. Benny is so correct. So we're learning to appreciate, which obviously I have some issues I like about. The deep right? That. Very good. Very good. <laughs> All the different pictures of our political reality so that we can actually come to some gorgeous balance in our beliefs and politics and make sure everybody pays the fair amount of taxes. Because really the wealthy should be paying the most amount of taxes. Not the middle class. The middle class should pay their fair share. But people who are making millions and billions of dollars should pay more. I mean, that's just like, hello, they have more money. If they're there. Well, yeah. That's what it, it should be. It's common sense. Yeah, it's just common, common sense. sense. Yeah. Okay. Enough of our soapbox. <sighs> one okay. more before the next break. Okay. And our last one. We'll take Teresa calling in from Seattle. Hello, Teresa. Don't mind us. Hi, yeah. Hi Marie. <laughs> Thank Hi, you how are so you? much. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I I just have a quick question. Um, yes. I kind of feel like I'm, I have a lot of loose ends, and I'm working hard to try and um, figure that out and uh-huh. get a little bit more stable. And I, I was telling Vinny, I had a... Um, I had hip surgery in the summer. Oh, well, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah. Everything's much better. <laughs> it is. It's so much better. They did a good job, and the surgery wasn't as evolved as you thought it was going to be. So that's great. You know, they got in there and went, oh, okay. Um, so um, congratulations. That's wonderful news. 
Thank you. Mm-hmm. So your question is what exactly? I'm kind of confused. Well, it, I'm just kind of, uh, I, I feel like I'm just kind of stalled out. Now that I'm getting better, I have, a, I have more space to consider more things, and I feel just like there's a lot of loose ends, loose ends with my family, um, moving di- in different directions with my friendship. I know because because everything has to change. You you okay. you know, so hips are about moving forward in one's life. Clearly, you contracted your hip so much so that it got a disease in it or became diseased in some way. Something happened to it, and you had to have it surgically repaired. So now it's surgically repaired. That means that even the energy. This is one of the reasons why. I also love modern medicine because people don't necessarily have to have decades of therapy or if they won't go fix the thing that's blocking them, they can have surgery to have it unblocked. Uh, But then they're like, but wait a minute, everything's falling apart. Yes, because now the energy that was holding you back is gone and now you're able to see that things aren't the way you want them to be and you need to make changes, Uh, right? Right. The, The hip is about moving forward. So you have to let go of... The people in your life that aren't bringing you joy, no matter who they are. Stop putting energy into it. Stop trying to fix it. Stop trying to make it the way it was. Just like, you know, I'm moving forward and creating a different kind of um, kind of streamlined office where people actually aren't in my home all day long. Like, they can do all the work remotely, actually, which is kind of cool, right? Awesome. Yeah. But yep. my brain isn't completely caught up with that aspect because I'm so used to having someone in the house, even though I really would love to have more free time without having an, an assistant to manage, right? Because right. that's a lot of energy. It's a lot right. of work and a lot of energy. So so this this is where you are. You're in a really, really good spot. And I want you to just have fun with it. Like, try to stop controlling that things have to be the way they used to be. I want you to start to get surprised. If all of your friends fade away, great. If you don't feel like hanging out as much time with your family right now, great. If they're irritating you, great. Don't hang out with them. Go and discover you. Go figure out who you are. Awesome. Thank you. And congratulations on your beautiful hip. I think that's amazing. Thank you. That's beautiful. I appreciate your time. Yeah, of course. Have a lovely day. Thank you. And uh, leaves uh, another line open here at the Marie Manu Cherry Show, 877-825-8828. How about a quick little break? Sounds wonderful. Let Benny take his breath. All of us. (laughs) We'll be right back. If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to do so. You could become Marie's friend on Facebook or even follow her on Twitter. Check out Marie's website. There's tons of new features like Chakra of the Month, a live Twitter feed, and three PDFs with extensive exercises for your chakras. You can also sign up for Marie's free quarterly newsletter and also get your questions answered in her Dear Marie column. Simply email Marie your question, and she will answer it in an upcoming edition. Marie also will be speaking and signing books. Find out if she'll be in your area on her events page at energyintuitive.com. Every hiring manager knows that a company is only as good as the people it's made from. So where do you find the best people? That may surprise you. Meet the grads of life, young adults of unique determination and experience, an ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. This is talent worth knowing about. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. 
Magnetize your destiny with Affirm Your Worth cards created by intuitive self-healing author Marie Manucheri. These 50 cards build confidence and self-worth so you may magnetize a life on purpose. Within weeks, most people happily report surprising results. Visit energyintuitive.com to receive this life-changing tool. I'm Dr. Anthony Lazowitz, and this is Climate Connections. Venomous snakes are among the most feared animals in the world, and they may start slithering into new places. So as our climate changes, so too will the potential for species to expand their ranges and come in contact with people they never will have before. Carlos Yanez Arenas is a professor at the National Autonomous University of Mexico. In 2015, while a postdoc at the University of Kansas, he used climate models to predict where dozens of species of snakes will be able to live by 2050. He found that with warmer temperatures, many snakes such as copperheads and some species of rattlesnake will be able to survive farther north than in the past. How far the snakes move will depend on how much the climate warms. For example, if carbon emissions are limited and warming is minimal, the copperhead could become more common in Pennsylvania, Ohio, Indiana, and parts of Illinois. But if emissions are not reduced and warming continues unchecked, the venomous copperhead could become more common in Michigan, New York, and parts of New England. More snakes could mean more snake bites. That's bad news for people who enjoy spending time outdoors. Climate Connections is produced by the Yale Center for Environmental Communication. Learn more at YaleClimateConnections.org. Having trouble picking up the Alternative Talk 1150 signal? Well, whether you live in Portugal or Puyallup, Tasmania or Tacoma, India or Issaquah, you can get Alternative Talk 1150 programming streamed live on your computer via our website, 1150kknw.com. It's true. Just visit 1150kknw.com and click on the Listen Live button. Make sure you have an audio player installed that will play streaming MP3 audio such as Winamp, iTunes, or current versions of Real Player or Windows Player. Visit our website for more details. Remember, that's 1150kknw.com. Get your daily dose of variety. Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to the Marie Manucherry Show. We're live here in kind of rainy Seattle, so take it slow out on the roads. There is a ton of traffic, unfortunately. But, you know, our city's kind of like a little bit like L.A., not as bad as New York, by the way. I'm very impressed every time I've taken a cab into the city when I'm in New York. How amazing those cab drivers drive. I'm I like, wow. They're a little better designed for the really? masses of people there. Oh, uh, New York? I think so. They're well, I can't tell. I'm just in a sea of cars all pop- the time. I have no idea what the streets even look like. What I'm saying <laughs> is their their area is geared better towards public transportation uh, and other oh, forms yeah, than we are right, right, over right. here on the West Coast this where we love our cars. <laughs> yeah. We can't get rid of them. We can't get rid of them. It's they're true. usually at people's places and we need them removed. <laughs> Yet we have to take time to do that. Right. Just saying. <laughs> and so that's like because I know we uh, we have Lisa coming up next uh, from New York, so yeah. I totally understand. But you know we we're, we're working on it out here. We're working on it. We're trying to work on it. Yeah, yeah. this is true. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. We good? We're going to New York now. Let's go to Lisa. Hello, okay. Lisa. Welcome to the show. How's the apple? Hi. It's good. It's Yay. good today. Yay! I'm glad to be on. Good. Yay! Well, I love New York. I love the energy. I 
I, I, I love walking the streets. It's just a very beautiful, fun place. It really is. It really is. It does give you that boost of energy for sure. There's just oh, so yeah. many people, everyone. So, so many. Yeah. And, I mean, so you, moving. You could just do whatever you want or be whatever you want. Nobody cares. Nobody has time or energy to care. It's really lovely. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Hey, so real fast, Lisa, how do you usually get around New York? Is yeah. it through? I get around on the subway. So really? there you go, yeah. public transportation, like I was saying. Okay. Yeah, I nev- I've never, t- I never took the subway in New York. I just took cabs and okay. Ubers. and But I did take a subway when I was in Paris. I don't really like subways, right. but um, okay. hopefully everybody else does <laughs> because we need it. Them. It's a time thing. Yeah, what can we do for it, you? It, oh, go it, ahead. it works. It yeah. does work. Well, um, I know lots of people who take them and they love them. Yeah. Um, so I was calling because I wanted to get your insight, Marie, on um, a recent relationship. I'm just coming out of um, a relationship I've been in for two years. Uh-huh. And I, you know, I feel like when it comes to my intuition, I always struggle when it comes to relationships. I cannot get a full right. grasp of what's happening right. um, because I feel like I was trying to do the opposite of what I tend to do. If am I gravitating towards this person for the wrong reason? <laughs> and yeah, I, I, I'm really just so confused because I feel like I keep kind of getting drawn back in and um, yeah, I would love to hear what you think of it. Sure. No, I, I, I think you did the right decision. I can see why it's confusing because there's some aspects of the relationship that you really enjoyed, and then there were aspects you didn't enjoy. And so part of you right. goes, well, am I being too picky? It, you know, should we be working right. on these things, right? But but here's right. here's what's going to happen. I, I don't think you made a mistake, because I think if you were more than, you know, um, averagely fulfilled, you would have maintained the relationship. So you are under mm-hmm. average fulfilled, and that's not okay, whether it's a mm-hmm. job or a home we live in or our friends or a partnership, right? It needs to be more than average. Hello. So yeah. here's the problem in terms of your intuition, because you use your intuition in lots of other areas of your life, right? Right. And it works great. It does. Okay. It's so, not in this area. <laughs> right. So the only reason why it's not in this area is because you have core beliefs that are pretty sad or uncomfortable about your worth and what you deserve mm-hmm. in relationship, right? So, and it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be just personal romantic relationships. It could be childhood relationships it could be mm-hmm. friendships so there's a pattern where you don't feel good enough about yourself when it comes to relating or deserving love I think that's really what the pattern is mm-hmm. and, and so when it comes to looking at potential partners or friends or whatnot you lower your vibration and when you whenever we lower our vibration we can't see hear or feel intuitively because vibrate intuition is a high frequency and it yeah. intuition doesn't think that anything's wrong so here's your homework assignment okay uh, I want you to kind of visit some prominent relationships that you've had, whatever they were from romantic to otherwise, like maybe three or four over this lifetime. And I want you to only focus on the good aspects of it. Okay. Like here's an example. Okay. Um, this is a personal example. I was thinking of someone who I dated a long time ago and I could think of all the terrible things that happened, which is not good for any of us. So I was thinking about this one thing that he always told me how gorgeous my body was. So I'm not mm-hmm. thinking about anything else about the relationship, nothing else. I'm just, because fo- I really liked that he thought that. S- so you want to focus on the things that you really liked about the relationship, those moments or those aspects of it, and that's your pure focus. Because we want, we want to retrain your brain to stop focus on the negativity of relationships because this, this is a historical pattern of use. Centuries yeah. old, right? 
Okay. So, so you're going to believe it. Okay. So you're going to make a list, go back to these relationships, you know, pick out the best things that you liked about whatever happened in childhood with your parents or siblings or friends or teachers or whatnot. And you don't have to do a hundred of them. I want you to pick like four or five, but, but okay. prominent ones that are very meaningful. And so like this one person in my head now, all he tells me and all I remember is how much he loved my body. All right. That's it. Okay. Okay. And then, and then what you're going to start to do is take, is you're going to create a collage. You're going to create this mm-hmm. beautiful collage of really p- pleasant moments in your life about people appreciating you and loving you. And this is what's going to help your intuition so that the next time you meet someone or you think you might be interested in someone, you're going to know right away how that person could fit in your life positively or negatively. It won't be hard. It'll be super easy. Okay. I okay. love it. I love that. Yeah. I think what I, I, you know, I'm trying to visualize relationships that I want, but I don't think I did it in that way. And that's why I kept thinking I was coming back to this relationship and I wasn't, is this what I wanted? But I completely agree and understand what you're saying. I love it. Good. Good. Okay. okay. Have fun. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And so that exercise that I just gave to our lovely Lisa New York person, You can do that in any other area of your life. So pick the area where things don't work out very well, where your intuition isn't very shiny. Um, It's going to be related to a lot of logical reasons and even past life experiences that you keep lowering your vibration to. And what I want you to do is go back to those areas, pick the best parts of it, retrain your brain to focus on those, not the negativity. A lot of people focus on the bad parts of relationships. They just do. Or if they've had a bad employer, they focus on having that, that part of their job and then they keep attracting jobs where it's no fun or they don't get to move forward. So to make a collage and this collage needs to last forever, forever. Forever and ever? Forever and ever. Okay. Yeah. You heard it from Marie. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, we're looking at the time. So uh, <laughs> Heather from Bellingham, Massachusetts. Oh, not Apparently, Bellingham, Washington, No, I asked right? the same thing. Apparently there are two. Well, it's at kind least of two. like, you know, we have Bellevue here, but we also have, what, oh, Bellevue Hospital for Insanity yeah, in New York, but I mean, something like on, that. Yeah, but Bellingham, the name. So <laughs> yeah. Heather, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks. How are you? Isn't that cool? Yeah, I, I have love a it. really good friend in Bellingham, Washington. Oh, and we write letters, like every week, and it's so fun going from oh, Bellingham, Mass to Bellingham, Washington. That's, that's hysterical. awesome. And I went there for two years too to Western Unit, Washington. Really? Yeah, for two years. Yep. Oh, so I'm very familiar that. with Bellingham as well. I didn't well, know so. that. Yeah. Misha mm-hmm. went there for a year. Mm-hmm. She loved it. Okay, what can I do for you? Uh, Marie, please point me to the way out of my anxiety. <laughs> I have really, really bad health anxiety. Yeah. It's, it's crushing me right now. Okay, so. And I feel like I've tried so many things, and I, it's my brain, it feels right. like that needs help. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so. And just point me in the right direction. Well, first of all, we did interview um, a psychologist whose name I don't remember off the top of my head, but I do rem- remember the name of the book. It's called The Worry Trick. Um, and I would recommend that you order that book because he specialized in anxiety and he did, a, he did a fantastic job writing a book on how to ignore it. And you're right. It's your brain and you need to stop listening to it. And a lot of people feel like, well, I can't because people think that the thoughts that naturally come into their brain are like intuitive or important or they're yeah. David Carbonell. Yeah, no, David Carbonell. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Thank you mm-hmm. so much, Benny. Uh, so. So that's untrue. I want you to think of your thoughts in your brain like a dog, and dogs need to be told what to do. You know what, Benny? Um, lovely Mariam, as everyone knows, my oldest mm-hmm. delivered her first hey, child. So happy. I know, we're so excited. And she has a Pomeranian who eh, is a brat, right? 
And so we've been really nervous, all of us, about can the baby and the Pomeranian coexist, mm. right? And Mariam has been very clear that, of course, Lucy, her dog, was going to shape up and be this wonderful dog. Amazingly enough, she is. Good. And it was, but I think it's because Mariam's energy changed. Her oh, yeah. energy mm-hmm. went, mm-hmm. don't bark. And in a stronger way because now she's protecting her child, there right? And don't jump on the couch. And no, you can't be in here when, the, when we're not in here when the baby's in here or whatever. And the dog is is performing to excellence. And this is a seven-year-old Pomeranian who I've told my daughter more times than I can count, if she wasn't so cute, I would have accidentally lost her. Because that's like the original fur baby versus right, the real baby. The fur baby. <laughs> yeah, right. So you need to start treating your brain mm-hmm. like my daughter is now treating her dog, Lucy. You need to have more authority with your thoughts. They are controllable. Yeah. Do not let yeah. them just jump on any subway and go throughout the entire city of fear and anxiety. That's why I don't really like subways because you're not really supposed to make eye contact with people. <laughs> and I don't know how to not make eye contact oh. with individuals. And most people in the subway don't want you to look at them. Well, it's whatever. like weird or creepy. So so this is what I'm talking about. Get off that subway. They just need a hug. <laughs> they do just <laughs> they, need That's a hug. why if you don't want to look at me, yeah. they, they just need a hug. Aw, that's what I'll, well, I don't know if I should do no, that No, don't, don't say that. Don't say that <laughs> I don't think I should subway. do that. Especially yeah. New York. Don't do okay, that. Okay, okay. I won't do that. <laughs> so do you see what I'm saying? Yes. Heather. So can you give me a practice thought? So, like, when I feel like I have a scary symptom, I could be dying. Yeah. There's another thought. But there's Heather, another thought you're so hysterical because you're not dying. <laughs> I know it. I do know it. You know, when I'm not um, freaking out, I do have a strong intuition. So you do. My body, so, my body knows that I'm actually okay. Well, you're, you're, well, but you're the brain beautiful. Is so the, I know. The beautiful thing for you is you have a great immune system. You do have a healthy body. So you you have to get present. Stop. Look in the moment. Like right now, I'm looking over at Benny. He's got this really cute blue shirt on him. Thanks. Looking out the window. There's lovely mist all over the mountains. Spiritual. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling the cushion of the seat that I'm sitting in, which is actually really comfortable. And I'm listening to your beautiful voice in New York. That's my present moment. So no, she's in Bellingham. Oh, she's, she's in Bellingham. the Bellingham. Oh, yeah. The New York Lisa's was Lisa. York. Okay. So you're in the <laughs> Bellingham, but it's not in Washington. Okay. I'm getting it. Okay. I'm getting it now. So that's what you need to do is get present in the moment. And guess what? The moment is a little boring when you're so used to drama. And so you're going to have to get comfortable with that, too. Okay. Right. Okay. Those, yeah. are, your, those are your marching orders, Heather. <laughs> yeah. Got it? Thank, Thank you, <laughs> Heather. Have a gorgeous day yep. in your Bellingham. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Benny, for all your help in running all over the studio. And we wish everyone joyful blessings. Bye-bye.